Welcome to the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm Michael Lonnan, and today I'm joined by Microsoft's Partner Development Manager, Richard Wheels. In this podcast, Richard explains what it takes to find the right partner and why you should even be looking in the first place. He then covers what it takes to successfully nurture and manage those partnerships for the long-term benefit of all involved. So, grab a brew, sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Coffee. How do you have it? Uh, uh, milky, down to one sugar. It took a while to get to one sugar. I can't. I can't get beyond that. Oh, you're a sweet guy. Mm. Money or time? It's time now. Yeah, you can never. You can't get time back, can you? It's because I'm old. I think if I'd been younger, <laughs> it would have been a different answer. <laughs> Sun or snow? Ooh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go sun. Yeah, I, 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 I think with most of it's like both, but sun's exciting for a short period of time. It and is the, it. Sun, the sun's a little bit everlasting. And the last week was quite, it's been quite hard to sleep in. But um, yeah, I agree with you there. Work harder or work smarter? Smarter. I agree. Now, when it comes to working smarter versus working harder. Um, obviously, HSO's relationship with Microsoft is is fairly close, and, and we like to think that um, it's a fairly smart built relationship and partnership that we have. But in your opinion, Richard, what do you think makes a good partnership or makes for a good relationship? Uh, no, it's, it's, no, it's a really good question. I, do you know what? There's there's probably um, there's probably a couple of bits to this. I, I think people like to focus on on what the end result is, right? So it starts with the end result. It's probably important to say that actually it's acknowledging sometimes that end result is slightly different for different parties. So it's being clear on, on what you want to achieve out of it. And then I think if you take it back a stage, it's being really clear on on what your engagement looks like, what either side is is on point for, what you're good at, yeah. And and I think just having an open attitude to say, you know what, the, the best way to be successful is to be really quick to recognize each other's kind of skills and experiences and not be afraid to kind of, uh, sort of it's not admitting it, but not afraid to use that and acknowledge it. And, and that's where it will come from, right? Because because that's that's probably the core of everything we do. We're doing on the same page and we're aligned with it. But at the same time, we recognize what each other has from a kind of objectives perspective and where we want to get to. Yeah, it's about understanding people's strengths and weaknesses, isn't it? Because um, the, all, the different parties as part of the different partnerships will come with their own sort of approaches to things, their own way they look at things, different, you know, and, and then all of the, the strengths and weaknesses about combining those things generally, isn't it? Yeah, and I, you know, there's, there's probably like a million one different quotes from different people who said various bits about partnerships. And you'd have heard loads of stuff from from various business leaders on it. Um, the, the quote that I probably would most often refer to is, is the idea that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts, which I had no idea who was responsible for that. But but it turned out it was a guy called Aristotle who's who's obviously older than anyone. So yeah. I, I was kind of uh, then I, I tried to put it in my my like sort of simple brain. I said it's a little bit like a football team that you can be really good at taking corners and you can be really good at heading but you can't take a corner and head it in at the same time. Yeah. And so it's just understanding that you need everybody and you need the skills from different people to do that. Great analogy. And uh, why do you think it's important? I mean, I, I guess many people who listen to this podcast will have their own opinion as to why creating those sort of relationships that last for a while and are mutually sort of beneficial. But in your opinion, why is it important to have a good relationship? 
well, a good partnership. So if you, if you, I guess if you go to like a, a customer, like an end user level, um, this is probably an overused term, but I think customers look for solutions now rather than products. Yeah. And, and it's very rare that a solution can be provided exclusively by one organizational partner. And so I think the idea that in order to come up with that solution that, that empowers, enables that customer is made up of all those different parts, says to you, in order to get there, you have to have those partnerships and those relationships in place, because unless you do that, you won't be able to provide that that solution. Uh, and that's, I think, probably for me, is that core bit of remembering. That's where the different parties add different different things to that um, to that outcome and that solution for that customer. Yeah, it kind of fits really well with your football analogy, actually. It's, it's the sum of the parts. That's how you create value at the end of it. Now, um, how do you find those? I mean, there'll be, again, there'll be listeners of the podcast that'll be thinking, well, um, we're trying to build our business out or we're trying to find new additional relationships and partnerships. How do they go about, in your opinion, finding the right partners? Yeah. Uh, and if you look at, you know, and, and if you think about across the channel, you've got some really big to really small different types of organizations and some of them almost actively recruit or try to acquire partnerships uh, and they can make it programmatic if you make things too programmatic though you're probably missing the core of it which is really trying to understand what that partner is about and what they do yeah. and if you base it on on certain criteria you could miss the the key ones i, I think that if you're thinking how do i get started it's probably opening your eyes to think about stuff you've not done before. It's about thinking how you, you join things like um, like commerce groups and and how you get involved from an industry perspective. And by doing that, I think you start to meet and build those relationships and those partnerships uh, without really actively thinking about doing it. So it's not a case of I've got to go and find someone and they need to do something. We need to work together. But the thing you increasingly hear and it's not just about company to company, but even if you talk to people who work for organizations, and that's a partnership in itself is, you sometimes have a conversation and actually the partnership itself comes later. Right. So it's also having that, I think patience is really key to say, because I met someone on this day, that doesn't mean that that a week later, we're going to go into a partnership and we're going to achieve this number of things in the first six months. I think it's a case of saying, pick the right partnerships at the right time. Uh, and be aware that you you can't necessarily force these things, and so so patience is key, I think, in that. Yeah, here's an interesting thought. Do you think partnerships are you, force is probably the wrong word. You can't force a partnership, but do you happen to, do you generally stumble upon partnerships? I mean, um, I must say that we have, but HSO has recently engaged with a company called Agilisys so that we can go yep. to market in local government and public sector because we have technical expertise, but not quite the industry expertise. But that, that didn't come about via a forced kind of uh, a search for a partner per se. But um, would you say that you, you can't force these things, can you? You kind of often in partnerships and relationships, you stumble across them in, in networking and, and those sorts of things. It, they're not an accident, but sometimes they are. Well, and I think in and the point I think was really important in all of that as well is that, it, you know, when we go back to that idea of creating amazing solutions for customers, it's what your specialism is. And if you're telling me that you're brilliant at absolutely everything, I'm very pleased for you, but I'm also <laughs> slightly, slightly dubious on it. And and, yeah. and 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 that's what, you know, that's that bit of saying, actually, what are we really good at and what is someone else very good at? And, and how do those two things piece together? And when do they piece together at the right time? And and the, the HSO Agilisys partnership is one of those perfect examples 
that you found that real niche and that really area for opportunity. But, you know, to go back to what you said at the beginning, you can force things, you you know, you put like a cadence of, well, we need to speak every day or every week or whatever Mm. we need to do. Uh, And by doing that, you're sort of trying to force it too quickly. I think it's also recognizing that at certain points in that relationship, there will be times when there's a lot going on and you're talking all the time, it's really exciting. There'll be times when maybe there is less going on and it's just trying to fight, find the right sort of cadence for you that, that you're comfortable with the way the relationship works and that you trust those people you're working with. And is that kind of cadence building, uh, is that part of how you maintain kind of the uh, relationship and partnership into the long term? Because these things, are, you know, value out of them is often months and years away, not straight away. So is that how you can maintain value? Uh, uh, absolutely you know in a personal experience probably coming into the role that i do now is is at the beginning was was thinking about you know i've got this new set of partners that i want to work with and i really want to help them and i really want to do things and there's almost this like sort of knee-jerk reaction of oh we've got to do all these things we've got to get meetings booked in and and it's that sort of appreciation and learning that sometimes you can't force things and that you need to be able to sort of go up and down and, and sort of pace yourself as things go along. But then the other part that's really important that, as you say, is it's also about having a long-term view as well as a short-term view. And it's not about what do we need to do in the next four weeks or or what do we do in the next six months and what do the results look like, but saying what's the long-term objective of this partnership and where do we want to take it so that any point in time everyone's really, really clear on what you're trying to achieve and how the short-term stuff sort of fits as part of that long-term goal. And what's interesting is is to think about and consider also is it's not about it's not just about finding where the gaps are in terms of I don't know technical competency or industry expertise. It's also about personalities of the individuals that are that are managing those relationships. You've also got to find the nuances in how people behave and how they react and how they respond in different circumstances, because that's equally or, or probably the well, it's probably the most important part of maintaining that relationship isn't it that partnership for success yeah yeah and if you you know i suppose a a personal learning observation a long time ago very long time ago I, i sort of um started in finance from a professional perspective and you would find some people who were just amazing at the way that they could build and construct and report on numbers right but what they couldn't necessarily do was find the way to effectively communicate that to a commercial audience right and it's almost that same example of again it's not just as you say in terms of of what your skill is on paper but also just understanding the way people work yeah and bringing those two bits together you know like a functional competency with a commercial knowledge and awareness and it's just those sort of i know those pieces of intelligence that that don't necessarily sit on a piece of paper that are inherent in the way that we we sort of uh, behave and act bill gates once said our success has been really based on partnerships from the very beginning and this statement is true for any business anywhere achieving commercial success is as much down to the partnerships you make as it is in what you do or how you do it and richard believes the basis of a good relationship is formed by understanding at the very beginning what the end result looks like for all parties concerned because the end result is often different for each now once you've understood what that end result looks like the relationship can move forward with the mutual understanding of where each party wants to go i hope you enjoyed the podcast you can find more interesting episodes such as why your analytics is lying to you why you cannot succeed with technology alone and how to create an agile business at www.hso.com forward slash dynamics hyphen matters until next time Take care of yourselves.